Do you hate your job? Of course you do. So do Liz and Noah. Now it's time to join their conversation so you can figure out how to quit your soul-crushing job. This is another exciting episode of When Can I Quit My Job. Oh, I thought you were going to be able to finish it all the way through like that. You cracked, mm. but it was still good. Last time on When Can I Quit My Job. <laughs> oh, do the comic book uh, Super Friends intro. Super Friends. Meanwhile. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Uh, yeah, another episode. So yeah, we've assumed the position on, on Babylon on Ab on on Babylon. Yes, yeah, on our yes. couch and that we're we ready, now and we're dubbed ready. henceforth Babylon, <laughs> Babylon, <laughs> and we are ready to Babylon. Yeah. So you want to do chit chat first, or just get into it? Mm -hmm. How's your weekend going? So far, so good. Well, week weekend. Weekend. How was your weekend? Well, our shared weekend now is basically Sunday. Yeah. Um, for the time being, while we're while I've got my part time mm -hmm. old gig, and while you are working a Saturday morning shift. Mm -hmm. So I know something we could talk about. What's that? Um. So we are contemplating plane tickets. We are. Yeah. Cause they're dirt ass cheap well that total that remains to be seen exactly oh yeah. but but i mean i did find some some uh, very affordable ticket and it would be for in june we're looking a little oh, later yeah, let's just buy them today okay well, fuck it anyway <laughs> so there's that yeah. never mind no story well no no that's it well i mean i haven't told people that were looking aside from the people that were thinking about visiting right oh no i did tell one of my sisters because i don't want everybody to freak i guess that's like why oh. i'm hesitant about sharing it yeah just because we don't know what it's gonna look like in the summer right or flu seasons go away whatever yeah. i mean We're i hope it'll healthy. all i hope it'll all be good you know but anyway yeah i could we'll be see people that's my main concern is that we're allowed to go yeah not what people think yeah so we'll see because like you know just living our truth you know let, yeah let us be us yeah so yeah um, we're thinking about doing a weekend trip and to um well to las vegas yeah but, but we may not actually stay there we're we're thinking we'll pay probably stay with friends and they would pick us up in las vegas because that's the cheap the cheap ticket is just so happens to be to las vegas i have two questions oh can the coronavirus be spread by boobs to face and does <laughs> stripper lotion kill the coronavirus mm, i do not have the answers mm, okay <laughs> sorry i will not be wearing a mask <laughs> <laughs> or I will not even only on be tipping pain. 50 cents. Mm. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Quarters. There's no 50 yep. cent bills. So uh, I'll give them I'll rip the dollar and half. Give them one half for the first dance and half for the second oh dance. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we'll get kicked out or we're going to be in some uh, nasty ass club. You know, that's like, you know what I just thought about? I never thought about before. Mm -mm. So think of the inflation since like the 70s it's like ridiculous right of the dollar mm -hmm. 
still have dollar dances. Your dollar goes so much further in the dance clubs than anywhere else these days. (laughs) (laughs) Why are we spending our money anywhere else? Oh, my God. (laughs) You you love yourself for this. I did. That was pretty good. That's good. You're like. I never thought of that. Yeah. Wow. What else buys this? What else does a dollar buy the exact same thing that it bought in like 1970? (laughs) I don't know. Nowhere. Nothing. Nowhere. You said said what else? else? Oh. I said, where else? I don't know. Whatever. Um. Doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. So going to Vegas. Yeah. Uh, that's hopefully. the plan anyway. Yeah. But so yeah, maybe so we'll buy tickets. We may have mentioned before on here that tickets out of our hometown in Fort Wayne, Indiana, are usually super expensive. But how much were the ones you found round trip? Um. So a piece, this is, of course, they hide the taxes and fees like. Jerks. It was like one was what? $55 and one was like $80. Yeah. Or something like that. Not bad. So. Well, or yeah, sorry. So two, I mean, so you'd have to double that and add taxes and fees, but. Oh, plus I don't have to like go through the whole bullshit of when I worked at the post office of like mm-hmm. trying to twist people's arms into letting me have a day or two off. Yeah. And then, months like, and months in advance. And yeah. then having like a federal investigation about me if I miss it anyway. God, so dumb. Yeah. Because now I work at Pizza Hut. Woo! Where everything's great. Yes. And everybody knows my name. <laughs> <laughs> So, but, but yeah, so that's kind of a fun thing that we're thinking about. Hell yeah. I saw tickets to Belize. Well, I saw an ad for tickets to Belize uh-huh. and you clicked on the link and you didn't see the actual price, but it was no. like round trip tickets for like $178 or some crazy yeah. shit like that. That's Sorry, be, I'm cussing yeah. a lot today. And it's okay. I mean, well, I guess that's okay. <laughs> but yeah, so travel. Yeah. I'm wondering what that's looking like. I mean, there's still flights happening, right? Like yeah. airports are open. You get like your own they? personal flight these days. It's awesome. My God, can you imagine? I feel amazing. like I haven't even flown a whole, whole lot. So maybe I don't have the best perspective on. I guarantee they this, have the same but... amount of like TSA workers working right now. Oh my God. Because, you know, they're paid for by us. So yeah. it's not like. Gosh. The government's going to lose any money by overemploying them. Yeah. But yeah. I've never, I very rarely have I been on a flight that's not a full flight. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Anyway. So, no, yeah, I heard, so I, I don't remember who it was, but somebody said they were on a flight and they were like the only one on it. The, someone that Insanity. you knew? I don't know. I might have seen it on Facebook or something. Oh. Yeah. Mm, well. I saw pictures of that the airport. Great. Like nobody in it. Isn't Seems it like a great time to travel. Yeah. <laughs> Just it's imagine so weird. if this virus had done what it was promised to do and like wiped out like 60 percent of the population oh things would be so great is that what they thought no but oh. you know everybody's going nuts over it like yeah what if it had actually reduced the population things would be so nice oh my gosh that's <laughs> awful i'm but kidding anyway i'm kidding i don't want everybody to die not even Some. most people um <laughs> so, <laughs> um no, have so have you? I texted you this phrase on your phone. Have, have mm-hmm. you heard it before? Don't hate, yeah. appreciate. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, it rhymes. Right. So yeah. it's catchy. Yeah. So just just that phrase. Well, I didn't really send you much of a follow up about it, right? I I gave you like a right. one sentence explanation. But yeah. What is that phrase? Does that phrase spring any thoughts in your mind just by itself? Um. Well, it sounds like something Ziri would learn and say, but. Yeah, <laughs> with like so a, it has little a little attitude. Sass to it. Yeah, it's got some sass okay. s- sounding. Yeah, like our little ten-year-old would walk around. Don't hate, appreciate. <laughs> like, don't just... hate the player, hate the game. 
um but well you had also said trying to find the joy in other people's success yeah so i guess when we had talked about it a little bit and what came to my mind was that it kind of makes me think of the abundance mindset again which we try Mm -hmm. and do and it can be hard like because i think kind of in the time we live we like want 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 and we get to see what other people have right and other people succeed yeah and so you can feel jealousy or feel like For because sure. someone has it you can't so i think it's trying not to have that like right because when you when you see something that someone has and think you can't have it i think that's kind of from a scarce a place of scarcity oh for sure yeah yeah so and it's also so this wasn't intentional but this episode and the last episode we did are also like they're loosely based on some of the ten commandments like i hadn't i hadn't thought of that previously but i just thought about it while thinking about it yeah (laughs) but yeah so yeah like coveting yeah and sloth whatever that's Um, a seven deadly sin not a commandment yeah well but thou shalt not be lazy asshole right isn't that one of them yeah maybe that's number 11 okay (laughs) that one that was that was an amendment (laughs) yeah but so yeah so maybe i should so i thought of these kind of when i was just i was like yesterday i was kind of in a zone after i did my quick meditation and stuff like that and that's kind of what spurred the thought of these and i don't even know if it dawned on me right away that it was because of the meditation that i thought of it but maybe i should should i quickly read the 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 meditation sure the five meditations so i got this from uh james allen book and so it's from one of two books i'm not sure which one it is but they're both i highly suggest both of them so um he does um from poverty to power and he does uh eight pillars of prosperity and i believe it's from the eight pillars of prosperity but i heard this i've been wanting to like do just some kind of short meditation and i hadn't been able to just like randomly think of a structure for it or anything and i heard this in there and it just it kind of resonated with me and i i liked it so much that i like i because i listened to the listened to an audiobook so i went back and i listened to it and i recorded it and i wrote it down and then so that was like my loose structure for how i meditate now which like i said I'm, i haven't been very good at it because i too am not perfect at following good habits or anything but i've been trying to get back into it and do it like on a daily basis and so he he gives five meditations and that are great and are really helpful for your mindset so number one should i read like just the name of it or should i read just the whole thing it's i don't know whatever you want okay so number one is the meditation of love and that says so adjust your heart that you long for the wheel and welfare of all beings including the happiness of your end meditation two the meditation of pity think of all beings in stress vividly representing in your imagination their sorrows and anxieties so as to arouse a deep compassion for them in your soul meditation three the meditation of joy and this is the one we're talking about today think of the prosperity of others and rejoice in their rejoicing meditation four the meditation of impurity this is the one we just talked about on monday consider the evil consequences of corruption the effects of sin and diseases how trivial often the pleasure of the moment is and how fatal its consequences and then meditation five and this is one that has been helping me a lot in like crazy times right now but it's the meditation of serenity rise above love and hate tyranny and oppression wealth and want and regard your own fate with impartial calmness so that's basically like that one's like the most spiritual for me it's because it's like you know it's this too shall pass or it's Mm -hmm. like you know things are only as bad as like you make them seem and like one way or another Mm. things will work out and like we're all gonna move on we're all gonna you know our future is gonna be what it's gonna be and it only matters as much as you 
think it matters kind of thing. Yeah. So, but, so those helped me a lot. And I recently have also realized that like meditation, while it is like a great thing in and of itself, it's also kind of like mental, like mindset training. Like I never thought of it that way until just a few days ago. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, so for each one of those meditations, like before I just thought of meditation as like, you know, being still, being in the moment, finding your breath and like not letting your mind run amok. But this is like focused meditation where you're putting yourself in a specific mindset. Mm-hmm. And so that has been helpful because like I'm training my brain to be in those mindsets. So it's like I'm training myself to be compassionate. I'm training myself to not be overwhelmed by stress and things like that. So like when I find myself in those scenarios where I can use those skills I can call on that part of my brain that I've been training so like I don't know it's been really helpful for me even though like I said I only probably do like 30 seconds to a minute on each one of those a day and not even like I've been skipping it for a long time but but that yeah that's there in my brain yeah can you read the one that we're talking about today again please and this is the shortest one uh word word wise but um the meditation of joy Think of the prosperity of others and rejoice in their rejoicing. Yeah. So okay. don't hate, appreciate. Don't hate, appreciate. Yes. So <laughs> this <laughs> um, this can mean like changing from a competition mindset. Like if you're a salesman at a store or even for us in the land business, like we work with lots of other people who are land business owners. And I mean, there's so much to gain from just the mindset shift of that person's doing well, that person's in my industry, our industry's doing well because of that, that will benefit me. Mm-hmm. Like that's as simple as you can make it in your own mind. It's 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 the opposite of, like you said, scarcity mindset. It's the opposite of that person's taking a piece of the pie and therefore I get one less piece. There's so few things that are actually that way. Yeah. And that mindset shift is so beneficial and comes across, like if you are in a sales position, just having that mindset shift will get you more sales because you'll have that positive mental attitude and knowing that someone else is getting a sale is actually helping you some way tangentially like it'll come across in your interactions with people and will actually Mm -hmm. lead to more sales for yourself but the other thing too is if you're feeling competition against your cohorts the people who are doing the same thing you are and having that scarcity mentality, there's another opportunity cost there because most people I found, especially in, well, okay, I say especially in the land industry, but I don't have reference to a lot of other industries, but people are really helpful and like willing to give free advice and all those types of things. So if someone is doing something that I feel like we, I wish we could be doing in our land business, I can just be happy for that person and ask that, like I can just message them on Facebook and say, mm-hmm. how are you doing that? And they'll probably tell me. Yeah. Well, cause I was thinking about that too. Conversely, I think you welcome that if someone, because I think so few people ask. Well, because partially if you listen to our misunderstood episodes, like people either, well, they they don't know. Like I would love it if someone came to us and was like, you guys are doing this. Like, how are you doing that? Because it's very flattering. Yeah. So it feels very flattering. So I think most people would probably feel flattered if if we did that. Right. And would share because I feel like we would do that if someone came to us. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I think also a lot of people that are in our industry have been led there. A lot of people don't just stumble upon it. And a lot of them have mentors. Like most people who are really successful in general, let alone like with money, have mentors, Mm -hmm. whether they call them mentors or not. Mm -hmm. And most mentors or mentees feel the obligation to like pay it forward. 
Like, yeah, I do because I feel like I had a lot of free, unconditional, no strings attached help from lots and lots of people. So mm-hmm. I feel the obligation to do the same, pass it on. Yeah. Like I didn't do anything to earn it. So like I have to retroactively earn it by doing the same thing for other people if they come and ask. And I th- think a lot of people feel that way. And I think the people who are really successful, like especially very successful, have that same mentality. I don't think you become as successful as you do as, as the very successful people are without having a positive mental attitude and having an abundance mindset. And people with abundance mindset have no issues sharing how they did what they did with you. Yeah, right. And there was much, much rejoicing. Yeah. <laughs> did, uh, I had, I, when I used to go to ch- church our our preacher i was trying to think of the right word um our preacher used to say when he would make a good point he'd be like and all god all god's people said do you know the answer hallelujah no and the the whole amen yes and then everybody in the crowd would say amen i should maybe i should bring that back Mm. (laughs) to me to your crowd which is me yeah and all god's people said oh my god (laughs) and then you say amen that's fun okay sorry (laughs) um sorry were you Oh, I was going to ask you, did you think about this because you were doing your meditation recently Mm -hmm. or like, yeah, what, where where did the don't hate appreciate the inspiration for this specifically? Well, so when, when I rejoice in other people's rejoicings, I try to, so I think I try to think of like people that most people would think as competitors in the land business and be happy for their successful business. And I even think of like, I try to think of like politicians and things like that, that I have angst toward mm-hmm. to put lightly yeah, and things like that. And so that one's a tough one because it depends on their <laughs> yeah. success because some of their success is I think morally corrupt, but like I hope for when I hope for the happiness of all people, including my enemies, I put politicians in there because I think if they truly found happiness, that they wouldn't do a lot of the things they're doing. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. But yeah, yeah. But like, yeah. So when I rejoice in others' rejoicings, I try most to think about people that I wouldn't otherwise already rejoice in, like you or like yeah. you know immediate friends and family and things like that. I try to think of people that like I might be jealous of or that. I wouldn't wish success on in my normal day-to-day interactions and life. And I try to rejoice in those people's success. So it's a little different. I'm trying to yeah. um, reverse my negative mindset. Sure. So does that answer your question? Yeah. Well, I didn't know if something specific popped up that made you want to actually do a podcast about it. That's all. But if, if there doesn't um, have to be an answer either. Well, so yeah, like I said, a part of it is me like almost kind of rooting for what most people would consider their competitors. Mm-hmm. And so just think of that. And cause I, you know, I do that every day. I can't like when I'm doing those meditations, I I'm in that mindset. So just like thinking about that. And, um, and I talk to other land investors and occasionally I'll get a little questions about like how saturated it's becoming. And if you're worried about like too many people doing it and things like that. And my answer is always no. Yeah. You know, I think it could, you could be in a small County. Okay. And maybe these people you're mailing or, you know, like we're in Costilla County and Costilla is saturated. Like, and I can talk to someone who's got five other offers. It's possible. It happens. Yeah. But as long as we're still getting deals, what do I care? Right. Yeah. You know, like, and it's saturated for a reason. If everybody's there, it's because there's money to be made there. Right. That's what we learned. Yeah. Actually, you want to see deals being done. 
Right. And it helps you sharpen your game because if you're if you're in that saturated market and you're not getting deals, then you got to change what you're doing. Yeah. If you are getting deals, then that means you're as good or better than anybody else there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you got to do one or two it's things. Good. Either continue spending money on not getting any deals or adjust what you're doing to become one of the best. It's a good barometer. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, we've been in Costilla from day one. That was our first county. We're still there. Mm-hmm. Um, we're still mailing and we're still making money. So I have a follow-up question about the rejoicing and other other people's rejoicings. Oh, yes, and I have a question for you when you're done. Oh, okay. Well, so... What does that really mean to you? Like, is it as much, is it mostly just mindset? Like for you, like, is it like, okay, I'm no longer holding a grudge or negative feelings towards these people? For me, it's, I try to feel their success the same way I would feel it if it were mine. Okay. So I try to think of someone that I might have a reason not to root for who's had a success and i try to put myself into their shoes and feel their success as mm-hmm. they would feel it and you know be happy for them rejoice yeah. with them yeah. empath- empathize yeah. so and that's one of my weaknesses is empathy so i think that's really good and the first meditation is really good for me because i'm slowly learning to be like a person <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> have empathy a cold, instead of a sociopath shell. <laughs> but yeah that, so that's yeah so i try to feel the same joy that they would for the success that they had okay so you just you try and feel it it doesn't okay okay yeah yeah, yeah. and i think i think if i work on the feelings first then the thoughts will follow mm-hmm. like sometimes it's the other way around sometimes you have to think a certain way for a long time until you feel a certain way but i think it's more impactful and the change is more immediate if you feel a certain way first then you'll start to think a certain way does that make sense at all a little like but. if you can be passionate about something instead of like logically understanding it your mind and heart will change quicker than if you logically understand it and mm-hmm. then later become passionate about it okay sure. yeah so, so the question yeah. i have for you is i hope we can talk about this on here you have mm-hmm. a co-worker who has been struggling with some issues that have been kind mm-hmm. of permeating your office a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so, well, I'll, I'll let you explain a little bit more about it, but she just had, I think, what you would consider a success. Mm-hmm. And so that's something I think you're already attuned to rejoicing in for certain reasons. But yeah. do you want to talk about that? Well, yeah, and I don't have to name names or anything. I, and I don't think anybody listens, so I don't think it'll be a problem. <laughs> I'm not going to like totally air out all her laundry, but um, she's recently like newly 21 years old. So she's the youngest in our office and she hasn't had a whole lot of worldly experience. um, And I think it shows. I think her maturity level reflects that too. And she lives at home. Mm-hmm. where she has shared with us to, with many of us that she doesn't like living at home <laughs> um mm-hmm. it's it causes a lot of anxiety at home with parents at home with parents um and so yeah you and i were talking about it i was giving you all the updates all the and deets she um she texted all of us the other day that she applied for an apartment and she said she also added she told her mom and her mom isn't happy about that but she's 21 years old so at this point i mean i don't want to be a financial buffer she has a full-time job she does she has a full-time job she's she's disclosed that she has a decent buffer of cash um she's 21 years old like Mm -hmm. we all feel she's ready so that was a win i thought 
Yeah. That was great. It was awesome. Because I had just, I had kind of uh, vented to you Mm -hmm. a bit. Yeah. Um, And then, and that, we hadn't got that text yet. It was like, I just told you everything. And then that same day, like that evening, I got that text. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yes. How great. Yeah. Well, so this could be, so is your feeling relief because you don't have to hear about her bitch and moan anymore? Or is your feeling like, is there any of like happy for her, like of course. rejoicing in her rejoice or in her success kind of thing? Or Yeah. Well, but, and I have not, nah, my story doesn't like overlap with hers completely, but I've had issues with parents and mm-hmm. I remember really wanting to get out on my own and and how great that was so yeah. part of it is i do feel like i'm feeling what what she's getting ready to feel yeah which is that freedom of well of, you're a very empathetic person to begin yeah with. maybe yeah so oh, so because i've well okay well thank you yes yeah it is one of my top five talents natural talents for the gallup strengths finders so it's it was easy for me in this specific example because because I've also yearned for that and and then felt the the high that comes with then getting what you what you've been waiting for and what you think will will make you happy which like for mm-hmm. me was kind of being independent and, and yeah so and that's not yeah. for everybody because like my sisters my younger sisters didn't feel that they weren't so I think they would be happy for her and they could empathize but like they didn't live that way like like i was more stressed out being at home than they were mm. they stayed longer well, your youngest sister still lives with your parents yeah yeah she's engaged well this happened with both of them my my sister moved out officially even though she was staying like with cameron um with her husband her now husband before they were married like she officially didn't move out until basically they were married crazy and i think okay, my youngest crazy, sister it'll be me. like a month before they're getting married mm. so anyway yeah. so that's why yeah. like for me i feel like even that little bit like i'm very different from my coworker, but right. that little bit of our stories that overlap like i'm i almost feel that wave of relief for her yeah yeah, so, so no, I'm totally happy for her. Mm-hmm. And so what's your predominant emotion? Is it is it more, thank God we don't have to listen about that oh, anymore? No, or is it more like... No, because I know um, just based on how I've interacted with her, that's not going to go away anytime <laughs> soon. So I'm not going to make uh, any kind of a, yeah. a leap of, mm. as far as that goes. It's just not yeah. like her. Um, so no, I'm not that naive to think yeah like oh this is gonna fix all our problems or mm-hmm. anything right um but so the predominant feeling i had was like like yes good for you you're making you're taking what i know because she was kind of going back and forth about whether she should move out and mm-hmm. so she hasn't yet i mean she's really only taken a baby step right with applying right for an apartment it right. could all still fall through. So the predominant feeling was like, way to go. Right. Take a step. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah. No, I see what, I yeah. know what you're saying. Yeah. I know. I was complaining about her, but I I am happy for her. <laughs> well, good. Good. Yeah. I don't know. Like That's the predominant feeling. Maybe. So, yeah. I think, I think my, <laughs> you want to see if the kitty will talk? Yeah, okay. she doesn't we really tried. love the microphone in her face. <laughs> but um yeah, so I think I think my I'm like my mind is already attuned to like when I see success of other people, like even at Pizza Hut. Oh, like, like if, if other drivers a get a shitload of tips or something like that, like good. <laughs> yeah, that's good. good. For, like people are tipping. 
that's good for us i think yeah well so i i maybe have some perspective a little bit okay on on this kind of okay too um so before we had it in our heads more concretely that we wanted to work for ourselves Mm -hmm. and i i i was in the mindset that i'll be in a job for a Mm -hmm. while and which is more of like a career thing um yeah it can be hard so so i i don't know this i'm gonna try to keep competition against your sister no i i I would personally feel competition with coworkers. Mm. Um, so you bringing up fellow delivery people made mm-hmm. me think about this. Okay. So partially, I know I'm responsible for some of that because the amount of work I put in is will you know hope ideally produce the outcome you want. Right. So when you see people like getting promoted or getting new responsibilities that maybe you wanted, mm. I'm not like trying to say, oh, it's all their fault. Like, I'm sure I'm sure part of it was me, too. Like, it's not just yeah. like I never, ever really felt like they're out to get me or something. Right. Kind of a thing or like they hate me or part of it is I wasn't doing what needed to be done, um, which is hard. That can be like a hard thing to feel hard realization yeah it's really a hard realization um but then part of it too like looking back i think could be because i knew it felt wrong like being like like it wasn't the place for me right too so i mean it but some people and that's why i can admire people who can just like work be workhorses at jobs yeah because at least at this point in my life i don't feel like i have that in me currently i'm embarrassed to say sometimes like yeah that's not a part of me that i don't admire it you don't no if we're talking about sheer hours like I don't know if I'm talking just about sheer hours. I don't but, admire workaholism. Well, there are things though, but there are people like if you compare it to somebody who won't even do that, I admire it. Yeah. Like when I think about it's more how admirable than laziness. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot. I mean, so okay, I'm not gonna rank it here for you or anything like, no. but but and it's not always hours. So I don't know. Anyway, you're changing this narrative for me, so now I don't even know what I'm talking about. But. <laughs> Um, so anyway, so it was hard for me to rejoice in their rejoicings because I would feel jealous, mm-hmm. but it was like something that I, I didn't deserve, nor did I probably actually want. Yeah. Yeah. If that mm-hmm. makes sense. So yeah. like, or I mean, I probably thought I wanted it or I, you know, I wanted it at the time. Right. And now with where we are, um, like it's, I don't know. It's hard to say if, if I'd like to think I'm, I'd be happy wherever I end up. Or, you know, wherever I am in the moment. But I'm also glad things didn't work out that way that I maybe had hoped they did back then. Right. So. Yeah. So anyway. Well, yeah. yeah, And I feel like the old, like, before, I don't know. I could just put a time on it or, like, whatever. Before I listen to all these audiobooks or whatever you want to say. Mindset shift. Um, Yeah. If somebody got something that I wanted, coworker whatever someone was selling more than me it would be like the outside circumstances that i would look at it would be like well you know they had this thing in their favor and i didn't have it or you know whatever excuse i want to say like favorite favoritism or anything and i never like looked inward to say like what are they doing that i should be doing um or like never went to him and asked that kind of thing like you know it's like but also i think too back Mm -hmm. then i would add you didn't really want to do that 
Right. I mean, I don't know how that layers. I mean, in I always here. wanted to make Maybe. more money. Okay. Well. Yeah. Like when I was at cellular sales and other people like would outsell me and yeah. do stuff. I'd be like, well, okay, but they're selling like they're kind of doing some shady shit and like I don't want to sell like that. I or, remember. Like, I remember that you would do that. Yeah. 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 Um, but I mean, yeah, I and I get what you're saying, but also like maybe this isn't where you wanted the podcast to go to, but I think that's also why we ended up here. Could I, and I not, mean, I don't know. All the string of events is why we ended up here. Of course. Yeah, but. of course. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, even if you can't, like, immediately feel, like, rejoice in others' successes, you can at least, if, if, if you can look at their success and look at the root of how they achieved it and, and apply it to yourself and say, okay, maybe they've done this one thing better than I'm doing it and apply it to yourself, then that's a win. Even if you can't feel the feelings, if you can make an applicable use out of it, and say, okay, this person, okay, maybe they're shady. Maybe they do this and that wrong. Maybe they have all the circumstances in their favor, but I can at least admit that they do this one thing better than I'm doing it and I could improve there. Then that's an actionable lesson that you can learn from it, even if you can't feel happy for them. And that's something yeah. you can make a move on yeah. and improve yourself, right? Right. <laughs> totally. Well, yeah, and I like actually the idea of that um, it could be a good exercise too, like mm -hmm. when you're... Whether you're meditating or if you have presence of mind to like think about it when you're actually feeling jealous. Right. I don't know. Right. It's hard too because when you're in yeah. that, you want to be in it. Mm -hmm. Like I was going to say too, um, so I kind of did this with um, this lady that I kind of looked to as a mentor in a way except for, so it's complicated. She used to have a boutique, mm -hmm. a brick and mortar boutique. Melissa? Um, no. No. Well, um, you don't have to. It's fine. Anyway, and um, and she did like some online sales and stuff. And then I, so I came across her because my sister-in-law knows her. And I did a pop-up at my sister-in-law's house. And she, and so my sister-in-law invited this lady who has a boutique. At the time, she had the boutique. Mm -hmm. um, and then, um, so then she closed it. <laughs> so I can't remember, maybe like way back in one of our, first couple episodes I talked about her but um so I've I've kept in contact with her she was so sweet like when we had the pop-up she gave me her card and um then later after she closed we met up I went down there um it was in Pendleton Pendleton Indiana not in Fort Wayne and um so I would ask her well so I ha I basically kind of what you're saying I reached out to her because I I thought, you know, she had information I didn't have and she was mm -hmm. able to achieve something I didn't achieve. She wasn't able to keep it right currently. So that's kind of where it's like complicated because I would still look to her as a source for information and she knows yeah. so much that I wouldn't because she's lived through that. Yeah. But unfortunately... You can also ask her what she would do differently and yeah. stuff like that too. Yeah, exactly. I can still learn so much from her even though she's not wildly successful at what I'd like to maybe be successful at. Yeah. So, um, so I was always kind of proud of myself for doing that. And I always have her as a resource. It's not like the doors closed and I can never talk with her again. Like I can talk to her whenever I want. Yeah. And then there was this other boutique I worked for. I haven't reached out to this person yet. I don't even know if I still have her contact info, but I know you've encouraged me to talk mm -hmm. to her about, you know, what were the opportunities or yeah. what would she have done differently? Um, because that boutique closed. Yeah. And, um, so yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I at least I mean, they could even one. be potential like future partners or something like yeah. maybe open a double boutique or whatever. Who you know? knows? Who knows? But, or learning. Yeah, yeah, just learning ways to to 
So I, in that way, I, I, I don't rejoice in their rejoicings because I don't think they are, <laughs> at least as far as that goes specifically. With whatever right. else they're doing, hopefully they, they're rejoicing. But I mean, as far as it relates to like reaching out to people to... Yeah. Um, Because not that I would have maybe jealous is too strong a word, but like I was impressed with what they did or like how brave they were to like, yeah, do something that I have not done yet. So yeah, not that it's like, I don't know, maybe that's coveting, but I've I've at least tried to do that once in my life where I was like, can we go get a coffee? And like, I'd love to talk with you. Yeah. So that was that was my story. That was all just like Mm -hmm. I I feel like I've had at least one small real life example of that yeah so and i'd love to do it more yeah i should do it more it's a good i think it's a good exercise to do i think so too yeah yeah i think that pretty much covers it oh okay cool sweet peace out we'll talk to you next week thanks for listening to when can i quit my job please remember to support the show by visiting when can i quit my job show.com and clicking the patreon and amazon links Also, subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Tell your friends about us. Liz and Noah are not financial or legal advisors, and all information given on this podcast should be consumed for entertainment purposes only.